All right, everyone, it's time for class. It is time to learn about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I am your host of Summer School, a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast, and I have gathered three Buffy newbies together to experience this uh, wonderful show, <laughs> this piece, this time capsule of the 90s for the very first time. Joining me are Michael Hughes, Vanessa Cahill, and Jesse Obando. Michael, would you please introduce yourself? Uh, you just did. Yep, thank you, Michael. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, could you please introduce yourself? Uh, Michael, first of all, Michael, uh, introduce yourself and please ex- exper- explain uh, your experience with Buffy and what you think Buffy the Vampire Slayer is coming into this show. Um, God, that's a lot. I This is a lot right away. Um, yep. Buffy is a 97 TV show that I have not seen. I don't think I've seen probably a full minute. I've probably seen clips somewhere here and there. Um, I'm going to guess that it is a monster of the week kind of thing. It feels like maybe you might be very accurate. Okay. In that statement. <laughs> um, uh, okay. But I have Go no on. history whatsoever. All right, Vanessa, would you please introduce yourself and your history with this show and, expe- and uh, expectations for the show? I'm Vanessa, and I have a little history also with the show. I know that Buffy is the chosen one, maybe. And <laughs> I, I also agree it's probably a monster of the week based on my experience with other similar series of the late 90s, like Charmed. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm just going to say right away, it's this movie, this show, movie, this show is a very monster of the week. That is going to be a, not, not 100%, I would say 95%. Uh, monster yeah, of the week. I have incredibly yeah. high expectations for this show. Okay, I I hope I I hope God. I didn't uh, misguide you, but I think they will be uh, I think they will be met. Jesse, please introduce yourself uh, as well as experience and expectations for the show. Hello, everyone. I'm Jesse. Um, I have no experience whatsoever with Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but I have a ton of friends who were obsessed with the show are still obsessed with the show so i know they're very excited for me to finally watch this um and yeah i don't i don't i have no expectations i mean i guess i have watched some of those um style of shows kind of in the past i think we talked about gilmore girls which not the same but i think it's like you know appealing for people Mm-hmm. Who were growing up in the nineties? So. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So myself, as I mentioned, I have watched this show. Uh, I will have watched. I watched it the year prior to us uh, recording, um, releasing these episodes. Uh, the year, <laughs> the year we are recording them. This one, at least, uh, I have watched it um, for the first time. Uh, I had watched all of Angel uh, m- for the most part on TNT. I want to say back in the day when it was just air. Uh, when it was re-airing uh i didn't even know it was related to buffy for the longest time until they started referencing things in buffy uh and characters from buffy came into that show uh here and there um but uh, i yeah i just never got i never really i don't i don't know what necessarily drew me to just decide to watch that show to watch the show all of a sudden but i did and i don't regret it whatsoever my question for you guys again uh, actually is i'm a bit i'm a little bit younger than you guys so i didn't i wasn't uh, really 
I, I was aware of Buffy growing up, but I was too young to really like understand. Like, well, how was Buffy a big? Was truly a big deal to around like where where you guys were like in school or in the college or uh, in your at that point? How old do you I, think we are? <laughs> well, Michael Michael's a bit uh, uh Michael's a bit older uh, than you. He's closer to Jason's age. Uh, okay, I definitely so yeah. knew yeah. of it. Yeah. I remember seeing like ads. This was this originally on Fox. It was on the WB. This was actually one of this was the, okay. a big a big part of um, growing WB was the show. Okay, yeah, I definitely remember seeing ads when new episodes were coming out. But I think I was definitely aware of it. I was aware of the the movie that it's loosely based around too. But I've not seen it either. It's a it's a treat. <laughs> 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 yeah i used I was, to watch a lot of shows on the wb but i didn't i i didn't get into it because i was scared because okay fair know, enough fair so, enough yeah like there's that. monsters vampires they can't do it so <laughs> same same as same as today <laughs> yes. yeah yeah exactly i know I i'm getting but yeah i was old i was not old i was I didn't think I watched this when I think this out because I was young. Yeah, when it aired, I was three, and like when it stopped airing, I was um, eight, eight, nine. I think I was nine when it stopped airing. So yeah, I, I think I watched yeah. a little bit of, of Angel the spinoff because it was later. Yeah, it uh, uh yeah, yeah, it went a, uh, it went like two years longer, I think, because it started later. But um, I was still watching cartoons when this was. <laughs> uh, I still watch cartoons now. Who am I kidding? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, cartoons are great. Um, so, so for this for this episode, we are going to cover episode one and two. Welcome to the Hellmouth and the Harvest, which which aired on March tenth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, the and directed by Charles Martin Smith for the first episode and John T. Kretschmer for the second. Uh, both written by Joss Whedon, though he which is pretty standard for <laughs> a when a a. Uh, a new show debuts. Generally, the the creator will write the write the initial ones and then hand it off after that. And uh, it's uh, very apparent. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Joss, Joss so before I get into anything else, Joss Whedon, I do need to um, touch on him and his uh, accusations of harassment in the uh, workplace against multiple members of the cast, specifically Charisma Carpenter, who plays Cordelia on this show, uh, and Angel, and uh, she. Uh, has alleged uh, basically just working in a, a very unpleasant working environment, uh, being harassed in some really, really uncomfortable and, and horrible ways, uh, especially especially on Angel um, when she became uh, pregnant during filming of the show. Uh, she was treated very horribly for, just for, for that as well. Uh, and a lot of the cast members have corroborated these uh uh accusations uh sarah michelle geller has distanced herself from joss whedon in the in the years since uh so that's just incredibly unfortunate as, as, as well as his ac- actions on the set of his of justice league with ray fisher and gal gadot he is um just uh, at this point a, notor- a notorious asshole who has written some of the more influential nerd culture things mm-hmm. of the past uh, couple decades uh so it's it's just one of those unfortunate things I don't want to dwell too much on it because I think uh, that takes that could take away from just uh, the work the rest of the cast and crew put into this show that weren't assholes because uh, I do think they made a very special fun thing uh, that is incredibly influential and uh, still hold I think still holds up really well uh, twenty years later 
so nearly 20 years later. Um, so uh, that being said, uh, Buffy, Buffy itself was loosely, uh, this show is loosely based on the 1992 film of the same name. That film was not canon. Uh, it is, there is a comic titled The Origin, which is, which has been, uh, Joss Whedon has said is, uh, basically it's canon enough at this point. <laughs> based on, it was close, it's close enough. It's canon. Uh, it, and it, the a big difference is that there's a key plot point when Buffy shows that has to move to school because she burned down a gym full of vampires uh, at her last school. That mm-hmm. does not happen in the movie. Uh, so she she saved she. There is a scene in the gym at the end in the movie, but the, yeah, it doesn't end with her burning the gym down and having to leave school. So, so I was thinking the, the opposite. I thought that that was so specific. I told my wife oh, I watched this with. So that was probably in that movie. Yeah, you think that, but it's uh, <laughs> apparently not. Yeah, there are there there are some uh, aspects that are similar. Also, uh, um, Buffy's character is a little closer to Cordelia than she is the Buffy in the show. I would say in terms of like her, uh, which uh, which is actually kind of accurate with the way that it, that we'll find uh, Buffy will talk about her background in later episodes. Um, the way she was before she found out she was the Slayer. Uh, um, so. Uh, uh, Vanessa, would you mind reading uh, this next part right here that I've highlighted? Let's see. Absolutely. <laughs> the character's original name and concept was Rhonda the Immortal Waitress. Which is <laughs> awesome. <terrible> name. <laughs> <laughs> the core idea was a woman that seems to be completely insignificant who turns out to be extraordinary. Rhonda the Immortal Waitress. <laughs> Buffy was created to subvert the idea of the blonde girl that gets killed in every horror movie. She was going to be the hero. According to Joss Whedon, the first mission statement of the show was the joy of female power. Having it, using it, and sharing it. Which is now funny now that we know how much of a shitty yeah. person he was. Yes, it, 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 <laughs> does, it does make a lot of uh, things he says uh, lose a bit of meaning. Uh, Vanessa, Jesse, do you feel, how do you feel about the, how do you feel about that statement watching these first two episodes? Do you think, did you, do you feel like, did you feel empowered watching these two episodes? <laughs> I, I don't know if I felt empowered, but I appreciated that she like, you know, could kick some butt. So that was nice. Like, it's nice that she was never, ever afraid of really anything except for being different. <laughs> yeah. It's a key part of yeah. Buffy, Buffy Summers. Yeah. Is that, uh, and we'll talk about that when we talk about the episode itself, but, uh, her, she is a very confident slayer. Um, even at a young age, cause she's 16, um, at this point in the show. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite aspects of the character is that she's, uh, that she doesn't have to work to be work at being confident. She just is confident. Um, uh, Jesse, would you mind reading this, the next section here? Yeah. So the setting for Sunnydale high school is Torrance high school in Torrance, California. And this was the same school used for Beverly Hills 90210. Okay, that's I was wondering why it looked familiar. <laughs> I haven't even yeah. really watched that show either, but I I think I've seen snippets here and there, and I was like, why? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's an actual high school people still go to school in. So. Oh. Yeah. Fun fact. Discipline. Uh, Michael, would you mind reading this next part? Yeah, Whedon has cited the film Night of the Comet. And X-Men character Kitty Pride is significant influence on the Buffy character. Awesome. I have not seen Night of the Comet. Have you, has anyone here seen it? I, I've it's, never it's, heard of that. It's a, it's a very cult classic from what I understand, from what I've, when I've found looking into it. 
So um, maybe that maybe down the line that could be something we do just to see uh, where exactly that inspiration comes from because I don't really have an idea of what that movie's about. So, 1984 uh, American science fiction comedy horror film. Holy shit! Well, comedy horror really uh, that's accurate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, maybe that maybe that's what he, he got the vibe for from it. For. Between this and Happy Death Day, man, that's like our whole stick lately. All right. Did um did Kitty Pride make your sixty three X Men list? She's she was in a uh, A tier, top of A tier, I believe. Yeah. I, I if, if not, couldn't if get not John the, to put her into X tier. Well, there was a there was some extenuating circumstances as to why she could not get. Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. <laughs> that we don't need to get into here. But uh, there were some there were some dialogue choices for the character uh, back in the eighties that were um, unfortunate. Let's say, let's say, let's just go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess for for people who don't know, that's a different podcast. That's an episode on a different podcast. <laughs> yes, uh, Michael and I have the Capes and Junk podcast. I was gonna, I'll mention that at the end of the show again. But yeah, we talked about some comic book stuff, and we ranked X Men recently. And Kitty Pride uh, was was on the list, as she should be. But yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I can definitely see the uh, the inspiration they took from her for Buffy. Just she's kind of I don't even know how to phrase it. I I just I see it. <laughs> All right. So for the casting of the original six, which would be Buffy, Angel, uh, Giles, Cordelia, Xander and Willow. Uh, Buffy was originally uh, going to was a, uh, cast casting for Buffy included Katie Holmes and Selma Blair and 90, uh, and uh, Natasha Leone, who uh, has gone on to do Orange is the New Black and most recently Poker Face. I want to say on Peacock is uh, was a show that came out last year. I can't uh, picture that casting. Yeah, she was uh, she was offered the role, but declined it because she didn't want to commit to a series at the age of 16. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. So which is interesting. Uh, I don't I also don't know if I could picture her as Buffy, but uh, other actresses who originally auditioned for the role of Buffy and got other roles in the show include Julie Benz, uh, Darla. You might recognize her from uh, shows like Dexter as Rita. Elizabeth Ann Allen, who is Amy Madison, who we have not met, but we'll meet in the next episode. Uh, episode three of the next episode of the show and of this show, actually. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Amy Madison, uh, uh, Julia Lee, uh, Chantrell and and Lily, Lily Houston. I believe she's Chantrell is a background. It's a Cordelia friend of like two different scenes in the show. Uh, Charisma Carpenter, who is who would be cast as Cordelia Chase. And Mercedes McNabb, Harmony Kendall, who I don't, know if you, I don't know if you guys recognize her name yet, but she is the blonde friend in the computer in that is, help, is in computer class with hey. Cordelia, uh, and she will be uh, she will have a small recurring role throughout the show. Title role huh. went to Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, who appeared as Sydney Rutledge on Swan's Crossing, which was a uh, d- daytime soap. I want to say no, no, that wasn't a daytime soap. Uh, that was it was a. Uh, I think it was another WB show, I want to say, before this came out. Um, and Kendall Hart on All My Children, which is the daytime soap. At age 18 and 95, Geller had won a daytime Emmy Award for Outstanding Younger Leading Actress in a Drama Series in All My Children. In 1996, she originally auditioned for the role of Cordelia. After watching her audition, Whedon asked her to come back in and audition for the lead role of Buffy. So Chris uh, Carpenter auditioned for Buffy and Sarah Michelle Geller auditioned for Cordelia and they ended up with each other's roles. Yes, uh, which is Wild. pretty com- actually pretty common in casting. Uh, the that the 
um, understudies or people that don't get get said role could be cast in a completely different role, uh, whether small or large, because uh, you know the cast because mm-hmm. the casting director is looking for something, and even and even in a different uh, audition for a different character, you could give some aspect. You could like aspects of a different character could bleed in they could just they can envision so yeah. uh, i i i'm always like when i'm watching shows i'm always like i wonder if this person i think i bet this person auditioned for this this role and got uh, i i do uh it's just a weird thing that i like to do <laughs> <laughs> uh michael would you mind reading about uh angel uh, sorry, angel one yeah one second let me add something here there we go dynamite radio as yeah. always yeah Angel, David Boreanaz's first paid acting appearance was the 1993 guest spot on the American sitcom Married with Children as Kelly's unfaithful biker boyfriend who gets pummeled by her father, Al. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, great, a, a great role. <laughs> Talent agent spotted David Boreanaz on the sidewalk walking his dog. He immediately contacted casting director Marcia Shulman saying that he had found Angel. Just by, by looks, huh? Wow. Yep, yep. Uh, be- <laughs> I mean, if he, after watching these first two episodes, it probably had to have just been by the looks, based on uh, what they what he's given to work with in these first couple episodes. <laughs> Every time uh, he was on screen, my wife's like, "Why is he so weird?" <laughs> <laughs> he's brooding, you know. He's the. Uh... <laughs> All right, Jesse, would you mind reading about Rupert Giles? Yeah, Rupert Giles or Anthony Stewart Head had already led a prolific acting and singing career, but remained best known in the U.S. for a series of 12 coffee commercials with Sharon Mon for Taster's Taster's Choice Instant Coffee. Oh, wow. Also, he plays another famous Rupert in Ted Lasso. Oh, I've not seen Ted Lasso. That's a a great show. It's so good. He plays Rupert, the husband of uh, Rebecca. Oh, fantastic! Because uh, he's yeah. he's great. He's uh, he might be the most because uh, he's obviously like he's stage trained, so he's the most con- I think the most consistent character on the show. Uh, he, mm. I, was, yeah. I was like, where do I recognize his voice from? And I think he just reminded me of Stewie from Family Guy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I could see it. Uh, Vanessa, would you mind reading about Cordelia Chase? Yeah. Cordelia Chase. Charisma Carpenter had originally planned to read for the role of Buffy, but was late for her audition and instead tried out for Cordelia. Carpenter, who had dressed casually for the role of Buffy, who she, who, be, she, who, she, who she believed could really be herself, felt unprepared to read for Cordelia because she was definitely a character to dress for. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Although she only had 15 minutes to prepare for the character, the producers were really responsive to Carpenter's audition and she left feeling confident that she got the part. I will say... Uh... Of the character in, in these first two episodes, I think the the actors that embody their roles the fastest are Geller, uh, Head, and Carpenter. I think Charisma Carpenter nails Cordelia right off the bat. I think she's mm-hmm. uh, she's uh, a mean girl. <laughs> Stere- yeah. yeah, stereotypical bitchy high school student. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, I'll read for Xander here. Xander Harris, uh, played by Nicholas Brendan, uh, who, unlike unlike other Buffy regulars, had little acting experience, instead working various jobs, including production assistant, plumber's assistant, veterinary janitor, food delivery, script delivery, daycare counselor, and waiter, before breaking into acting and overcoming his stutter. Uh, Which you might might, uh, notice that now when you listen to him talk, um, that he uh, had a a bit of a stutter previously. He landed the role of Xander Harris following four days of auditioning. 
Ryan Reynolds and Danny Strong, the latter of which will be uh, in the sh- will have a small recurring role in the show, also auditioned for the part. I could not see Ryan Reynolds in this role. <laughs> no. <laughs> was, yeah. uh, and I kept thinking this was the same guy that has the the lead in that Clockstoppers movie, the Nickelodeon one that came out in like the early two thousands, because they have a very similar look to them. Uh yeah, you know. He seems like an actor. I've seen a bunch of stuff, but I could not tell you one other thing he's been in besides Buffy. <laughs> uh, Jesse, would you mind uh, uh, closing out with Willow Rosenberg here? Yes. Oh, perfect. Because I, I liked her. Um, Willow Rosenberg, played by Allison Hannigan, was the last of the original six to be cast. Following her role in My Stepmother is an Alien... She appeared in commercials and supporting roles on television shows throughout the early 1990s. In 96, the role the role of Willow Rosenberg was originally played by Riff Reagan for the unaired Buffy pilot, but Hannigan auditioned when the role was being recast for the series proper. Hannigan described her approach to the character through Willow's reaction to a particular moment. Willow sadly telling... Uh, Buffy that her Barbie doll was taken from her as a child. Uh, Buffy asked her if she ever got it back, and Willow's line was to reply, most of it, but Hannigan decided on an upbeat and happy delivery of the line, most of it, as opposed to a sad, depressed delivery. Um, Hannigan figured Willow would be happy and proud that she got most of it back, uh, that indicated how she was going to play the rest of the scene and the role, for that matter, and defined the character. Her approach subsequently got her the role. I think that little moment perfectly encapsulates Willow as a character. <laughs> and uh, I, yeah, uh, I think Allison Hannigan's probably the most successful out of this afterwards. I mean, Sarah um, Geller got out of acting pretty soon after Buffy. Um, she, she was uh, in Sco- those Scooby Doo live yeah, action movies, which uh, air. I think the, I think the first one came out the last year. Buffy's last year on air. Um, so yeah, well, after those, I believe uh, one that she uh, pretty more or less retired from acting afterwards. Um, but yeah, Allison Hannigan, of course. Uh, I met your mother. Um, mm-hmm. Never heard American, of it. all the American Pies, which aired, which uh, aired. During uh, was during the well came out during this uh, movie airing show airing God uh, yeah. and just like first one was ninety nine second one was like two thousand two ish tomorrow yeah there. and she's like a completely she's more or less a completely different character on that uh, mm-hmm. which is, she's she's great okay uh, is it I guess we're ready to move into the episodes proper. Uh, like I said, we'll be talking about the first two episodes of the show on this episode uh, because they are they are part one and part two, and they've aired on the same same exact day. Uh, so, what did you guys think of our main characters right off the bat? What are your initial reactions, Michael? What are your initial takes on the character on on these characters? Um, I like Buffy immediately. She's a kind of take charge. She takes no shit from anyone. Uh, Giles is giving her guff in the library and she's just like cutting him off. It's like, shut up. You don't know me. And, uh, that, that's always fun. I like characters that know who they are, what they're about. Mm-hmm. Not being told what to do all the time. 
Uh, Xander is a giant dork, so obviously I loved him. <laughs> I see see a lot of myself in that. Uh, but, 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 but. We got Cordelia, who we talked about before, is just that, that mean girl, mean girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like she's going to get comeuppance at some point, or be recruited to the good side, because he can't just have this awful character the whole show. That's not going to be fun. I guess you kind of have to have that run-in antagonist, like the Balkan Skull from the Power Rangers. There's <laughs> yeah. a reference. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's the same time frame. So. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, like I don't think there's anyone right away that's like, oh man, I'm not looking forward to seven seasons of this guy or girl. Uh, Other like I said. Yeah. Uh, I I do I did forget we should summarize these episodes first. Obviously, um, Vanessa or Jesse, would either of you like to attempt to summarize these two episodes? I can myself if, I, if I'm putting you on the spot. But uh, I would also love to hear someone, someone, a new person's quick summary of these uh, these episodes. If you if you're up for it, I can try the first one. <laughs> Go for it. We'll see how it goes. Um, so Buffy is moving to a new school because she burned down her old school, <laughs> filled with vampires. <laughs> so she's asbestos, like asbestos, don't worry. asbestos, yeah, not yeah, vampires. Yeah, Nobody yeah. knows that she's a slayer, not even her mom, except for Giles, and we'll get to that a little bit later. But <laughs> she, um is uh, new at Sunnydale High School in a small town. Um, she uh, has, like, classic new girl first day of school moments where she meets the popular girl. There's, like, the maybe nerdy guy that's, like, suddenly in love with her. She also meets, like, her new best nerdy friend. Um, <laughs> she ends up meeting the principal, who's like, everything is cool until he realizes that she burned down the old school and now he's got his eye on her. She meets the this- library. <laughs> Go for so it. I was just gonna say real quick. I love this scene where he like rips up her transcripts. Like, hey, none of that matters here. And like you said, he realizes she burned down the old school, so she's put he's putting it back together, and she's <laughs> okay, watching she him. <laughs> yeah, is it completely yeah. wrong? Yeah, he's he's trying to he's trying to be cool, principal, and then until he realizes why she's here, it's like yeah, yeah. it's so good. Yeah, he's it's, not cool at all with Buffy. <laughs> it's just that funny labored bit of they keep cutting back to him taping it back together and like the corners are all messed up and yeah. it's completely wrong. It's good stuff. So good. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So she ends up going to the library to pick up some textbooks where like Giles, who's like her protector suddenly yeah. like, like, I don't know, like that, that was a weird thing to me. Cause he jumps out, like he doesn't jump at her, but he's like, hello, I brought you this vampire book. And he's like, excuse me. <laughs> so she runs away. Of course. I because, love that like, he just says vampire is the big, basically the big book of vampires. I just, that's really funny to me. Is this the textbook you're looking for? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, some some girls are like in gym class and they find like a dead body from the beginning scene, which is this vampire like trying to make out with a kid, but then also murdering him and stuffing him into a locker, I guess. Yeah. Um, it was so a bit, Buffy bit, like yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of a bit of a flip where you they make it make it seem like the guy is gonna be the vampire, but then it's the girl the whole time. Uh, yeah, I yeah. didn't mm-hmm. think it, either of them were like yeah. they show him looking down the hall and they cut her out of the, the camera. I'm like, he's gonna turn around, she's gonna be gone. <laughs> like there's something else stalking them but that was a it was a decent twist yeah right and so um buffy finds out about it and then ends up um like i guess she goes back to giles and talks to him a little bit about like hey it was a vampire and he's like yes the world is ending i guess um 
I don't know if either of you guys want to elaborate on like the whole bit about the world is ending, but I know that the world is maybe ending. <laughs> uh, it's the apocalypse. There's a lot of apocalypses in Buffy. Um, <laughs> okay, we could probably so keep, the... we start keeping account of the amount, amount of apocalypses that are prevented by Buffy Summers. But uh, I can give that one. a shot, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, go ahead. Uh, this like head vampire who has been trapped under your ground for 60 some years is trying to pull off this ritual called the harvest where he imprints himself onto this minion guy and every soul that the minion takes or you know whatever bloody yeah. drinks fuels him so he can be strong enough to go back to the surface and i guess that alone is enough to uh end the world unless i'm missing something else yeah uh, the master i he had attempted, I don't, I think they mentioned it in these episodes to open the Hellmouth, uh, but he was, which is uh, <laughs> the big MacGuffin in this sh in this show for why things are bad things happen to Sunnydale, uh, and but he failed and uh, subsequently sub subsequently was trapped in that uh, <laughs> underground, so that's why he's down there. Uh, but good job, yeah, Michael. The, the Hellmouth just sounds dirty for some reason. <laughs> something about it i don't know maybe it just because it has mouth in it no it's it's, it's 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 a it's a gross it's a gross term you're right it's a, it's a it's a gross thing at times the Hellmouth is kind of like whatever the show wants it to be mm, gotcha um all right moving on they all end up at a nightclub but also the nightclub accepts children <laughs> oh, we'll talk about the bronze for sure don't worry we can... yeah, it's all the bronze yeah. everybody who's everybody's at the bronze even though again it accepts like under 18 people which is like i i would no offense children of the world i would never go to a nightclub with you there that would be weird they don't <laughs> everybody is there everybody is there yeah. yeah they don't they don't card they, they do though because he tries to take id from the vampire people when they show up in the second episode yeah so we don't know what so, the, like, what the, the bronze are yeah they, <laughs> everyone is allowed the, the the conceit in the bronze is that um everyone if they if they're a student with a red solo cup they're drinking soda and they'll always refer to it as soda <laughs> until they're of drinking age yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I do yeah, like the, the bronze, the, including Angel. Cordelia's, Cordelia's friends have that line like, are we going to the bronze tonight? It's like, no, I thought we could do something else. Of course we're going to the bronze. What else is there to do? And she's like, okay, we're gonna be coming back to this place a lot. Oh yeah, get, get used to the bronze. <laughs> it's, uh... The bronze is the place that we go in the small town, the nightclub yeah. that accepts everybody, sure. And so everybody's there and um like everybody we've met in high school, and also Giles is there. <laughs> Yes, yes, he well, he's he knows that this is a, this is a good it's a vampire in spot right here. This is the spot where vampires vampire. Uh, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. So Giles is there, he finds Buffy and he's like, you know, like she's like, she doesn't just know she's so mean to him, she wants nothing to do with him. But he's like, can you spot vampires? You should be able to. And she's like, right there, that guy right there. <laughs> Immediately, yes, that guy's a vampire. Yes, yes, uh -huh. I can. The guy that's yeah. dressed like he's been underground for 20 years or something. Yeah, he looks, he looks, he's got vampire vibes and no style. <laughs> Um, he that this vampire like uh like picks on picks Willow to lead away, and so then Buffy's like, I gotta go save my my BFF here. Um, and um, oh yeah, and some place sometime along here too, like uh Xander learned that she was maybe he was like eavesdropping and learned that also she was a slayer, and so now he's part of the the saving Willow effort also, and they end up at a crypt, um, fighting vampires. And I, I do uh, love that he hears them because he's in, he's in the library. And nobody even nobody notices in the library. He's just behind no, some yeah, books. Yeah. There, listening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're so just talking a full volume in the library. 
Yeah, exactly right about their secret secret vampire slaying activities. <laughs> yeah, get, get used to get used to the library as well. <laughs> so yeah. I mean, get very used to the library. Yeah. So other scene, the crypt. So now they're fighting in a crypt, and um, that's kind of our cliffhanger because then Buffy is like in a. I don't know, fighting one, and then he seems to have the upper hand on her and like lunges at her, and it's like to be continued. Yeah, very big, very big font to be continued on the screen too. It's a really, mm. it's a really weird spot, I think, to cut to cut to cut from. But uh, it's it like, oh my weird, god, is yeah. Buffy gonna die in the first episode? <laughs> to be continued, and then, like, yeah. then immediately, I'm assuming it aired right, like there was yeah, it aired immediately afterwards. On started, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like the rough, yeah. that's the rough TLDR of like that was good, that was good. Yeah, I think I think you hit every every important yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, a couple notes. Uh, the 80s vampire takes Willow there, and then the blonde from the beginning takes Jesse there. Jesse's kind of a a focal point of the the second episode. Uh-huh. But it's just like so. Buffy kills a couple vampires, and they kidnap Jesse, and they all escape. And this is all the very first day that they've met Buffy. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. Just like, hey, I don't want anything to do with this girl. <laughs> uh instead they latch on and they're like this is this is this is what i want my life to be like from here on out mm-hmm. um <laughs> for the next seven or so years um yeah uh also uh she does meet angel in this episode very briefly um where he's hanging out in a dark alley um yeah, he's following no, her non-suspiciously of course um <laughs> uh, I do like that scene where he he's following. She knows someone's following her, and she goes into this aisle and it cuts to his view, and she's suspended on this pipe, <laughs> 20, 10, 15 feet up in the air. And she's doing this handstand on it. It's like okay, yeah. she's oh, yeah, that's a good moment. <laughs> I, I do like how they um, they don't directly say uh, in these episodes at least how strong in Buffy is, but they just, they just let the show how strong Buffy is and let other, other, other like vampires and stuff acknowledge how strong she is. She's, yeah, essentially, uh, she's essentially a, a vampire like, that has all the abilities of a vampire more or less is like the, is, is, is it Giles or Giles? Is it a hard G? It, it is Giles. It is Giles. Okay. Giles. So Giles yeah. says at one point that the slayer has the strength and the skills to defeat the vampires. Yeah. Yes. That's all they touch on that. Yeah. And there's like bits where she like, Goes to check the check the body in the locker room, and she tears the the mm-hmm. doorknob off itself. Just tears right. the doorknob off. Um, yeah, and then like this, where she's doing a fucking handstand, fifteen feet in the air on a bar. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Jesse, do you think you could summarize the second episode? So I, I will. I can it. give it a go. I feel like the the first episode there was like a lot more. That yeah, I think, I, I think this one's a little more straightforward. I think it's yeah. Uh, I've got, yeah. Thank you, Vanessa, for taking that one on because that my memory is not great. <laughs> that was um, it was a lot happened in that episode. <laughs> it was yeah. yeah. So Violet. this episode just picks up from where Buffy is fighting the other the scary looking vampire Luke, um, and he's like on top of her in like this coffin. Um, I don't even remember, but somehow she, oh, he touched her cross necklace. And so he burned and she escapes. Um, but this whole time, Jesse's just, he, he's gone. Like yes. everyone, I don't know. Everyone else escaped except for Jesse. So I felt bad because as a fellow Jesse, I was like, oh, yeah. no. Uh, you, felt the, you, felt the kin, you felt the kinship. To, 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 He'll be fine. Yeah. They'll save him. <laughs> 
I'm hoping. Um, so anyways, then they go, I guess, I. so that happened during the evening or at night or early morning. I don't know. And then the next <laughs> it's, day. It's, uh, it's dark. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm understanding, like, the timeline of what, like, over, this happened over the course of, like, one or two days. I don't know. Um, they go and hang out in the library, which I must say, it's a very nice library. I really like oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's super good nice. Good luck out mm-hmm. in there. Um, <laughs> and they start talking about demons, which I guess the vampires are considered demons, um, and all of that history. Um, and then I guess it, then it also cuts to the master guy who's like the master of all the vampires who's trapped underground. Um, it's not Voldemort. But <laughs> as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, Voldemort? And then it's exactly. like, because he's like sending people out to do the dirty work and because he can't leave because he's weak. And I was like, this is very Harry Potter right now. Inspiration. And when did Harry Potter come out? 98, right? So yeah, the book for sure. And then the movie was a one. So mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So um, anyway, so Luke goes back to the master and, and he says, yeah, I think Buffy is, she's really strong and she knows how to fight. So it sounds like she's the next slayer. Um, so, and then they talk about um, using Jesse because he had been kidnapped by Darla, the blonde vampire lady, right? Um, they talk about using him as bait to kind of catch Buffy and end her. Uh-huh. Um, then they go back to the school cut back to the school and willow apparently is some computer genius <laughs> it's and... the 90s she's a hacker you know how it goes she uses <laughs> the net yeah. <laughs> the net yes she can code um or whatever i don't know she probably had a myspace um or probably <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> and myspace became a thing later yeah she that had was... a she had a angel fire geo cities page yes she was definitely on geo cities forums for all the all the time um so yeah and then i thought that part was funny because she kind of shuts down like um cordelia and her f- blonde friend like talking smack about buffy um which i thought was fun since Willow is pretty shy and um, I kind of like really liked Willow because I'm a very shy person for the most part. Mm. So I was like, oh, yeah, look at her sticking up for her new friend that she's known for a day who put (laughs) her and all of her and like one of her friends is missing. And it's like all this chaos is happening. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to stick up for this new girl Um, when it seems like she doesn't even really stick up for herself. But um anyways so then uh buffy sneaks out of school the p- principals try to stop her um but she figures out how the entrance i think to get to the master which is who are they're living in this like sewer system so um and then get used, and get then of course those, get used to those as well <laughs> yeah <laughs> getting and the, and their worth out of these sets yeah yeah, and then Angel shows up, and he's like, "Don't do it," but she does it. She uh, or she. Uh, like, uh, uh, 
the part here where he's the, she asks why, and he's like, "Cause I, why don't you go go, go do it?" He's like, "Cause I'm afraid." Is the most everything is the most out of character line after from from here on for, from here on out. It's such a weird choice that they had him say that. Because um, <laughs> I I feel like it's because they were trying to hide Angel's true nature in these early episodes. I don't know if you guys can guess Angel's true nature or not, but um, uh, he's uh, yeah. They, I think that's why they went with that line. Can we? Yeah, uh, I, is he? Can like, we spoil I mean, it now? Is he I mean, a vampire? Uh, who thinks he's a vampire? Do you guys all think he's a vampire? Oh yeah. Yep. But is he an angel? Is he actually an angel? No. He, he yeah, is not that's a, what he's I not, thought. He, he is not an angel. Uh, there, his oh. uh. His name, it's Angel's actually short for his his original his original name, uh, which we will find out, I think, in this. I'm pretty sure uh, uh, midway through this season when it, when, it, when the episode happens. But we will get Angel back. Is he going to say his name in this episode at all? Uh, yes. He, no. Uh, okay. Yes, he does. Um, yeah, I think she asks. Because she goes, that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty name. Um, I want to say what she says. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he mostly just broods in this season, and then is uh, <laughs> yeah, he's the uh, he's hundred percent a vampire. <laughs> so I don't I don't know how big of a shocking reveal that was when the show <laughs> came out. Uh, I mean, I, I'm shocked, but <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. And, I thought I I mean I was taking like his name literally, and and so that's why. Okay. But. I'm sorry for spoiling okay. it. Then I shouldn't. So have that. Does that mean he has like an ugly vampire form? I was disappointed in how ugly the vampires were. I was going to ask you guys' opinion on the vampire look in this one. It's uh, you can definitely tell they're vampires. I like that they're ugly. Yeah. I think it's it's good. <laughs> then you can tell, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. the uh, so I love the tiger li- slash lion roar that happens every time they go they turn into a vampire. Um, <laughs> uh, I do like I I like the design. Uh, I. Th- I think it's good at highlighting the fact that these are that vampires are uh, on the whole bad. There aren't there aren't truly good vampires, uh, which I'll 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 leave the angel stuff up for you guys to decide how you guys think he's uh, he's going to turn out. But um, like well, for ninety seven, those makeup effects are pretty decent. Yes, they are. Oh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean, yeah, I like that their faces actually kind of resemble the face of a bat yeah they do i was looking at that too yeah uh i think the the facial work definitely gets better as the show goes on too as they get a bigger budget but um and the transitions are a a little better isn't they never get amazing because it's like the show's pretty old still but uh yeah it's uh i do i do like the designs anyway jesse please continue oh yes so and then um so she goes on into the tunnels through the mausoleum. Um, and at some point, I guess Xander had been keeping track of where she was going and he shows up in the sewers. Um, <laughs> and so she's annoyed, obviously, because he's not, you know, a trained or experienced fighter. Um <laughs> Speaking of that real quick, so they make this whole big deal where she tries to leave school grounds and the principal's like, oh, no, no one leaves during school. And he locks the gate and we see her do this like backflip over it. And then the next scene, Xander's on like, how did Xander get out? Did he jump the gate too? (laughs) The principal doesn't have his eye on Xander. Xander was burned down school. He was already already skipping school. It was uh, it just worked out (laughs) that way. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, this is a this is a key part of Andrew's character is his willingness to want to help, even though he's kind of helpless in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. So. But so they find Jesse in like the this maze of of sewer tunnels, uh, and he's like chained up. So they unleash him, and then now there's like vampires everywhere in the tunnels. So they're trying to get away, um, and then of course. Turns out Jesse is a vampire now, um, and he tries to fight with them. And poor Xander's just trying to reason with him, but he doesn't realize that now. He, now Jesse's like a cool person because he's a vampire. So <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. So the, so the thing about vampires, and I, I believe it's mentioned in these, uh, is that they are not. It's not just like. The, the the key of Buffy vampires specifically is that they are demons within human body, like that have taken over human bodies. They are no longer the person they were before. Their soul was switched. The soul was swapped for a demon soul. And, um, uh, yeah. Giles is asking about the kid they find in the lockers. Like, is he going to turn? And she's like, yeah. no. So a vampire has to suck your blood mm-hmm, and you yeah. have to suck the vampire's blood. Like, what it's, I've never heard. Yeah, that. no, that, that's actually, that actually is a pretty traditional vampire. Really? Um, yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's common. I yeah. I thought it was like I mean I would assume it you just like get bit, and then, you know, as long as they don't like suck you like suck dry, <laughs> all blood out of you, then you like, yeah, like have the possibility to turn into a vampire. But I guess Twilight I, I rules. You know, that's yeah. I <laughs> that is my my most experience with vampires is Twilight. So <laughs> yeah. I read last year, which was very. I think it some better better books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The uh, so yes, the vampire thing. Uh, I think it makes it. It's a more. It's a more complex. You know, process obviously. Uh, so I think it makes it way more personal when they do it. Uh, and uh, yeah. so. And they're way more selective about doing it as well. Like, like, so, but yeah, that is that that is the rule in this show. And then again, again, they are no longer the person they were before. That's something to keep in mind: is that they are they don't have their soul anymore. They are a completely different character, and more or less a, a different character. Um, which I believe there is a quote I had. Um, yes, uh, when uh, when uh, when Jesse gets to the next section, whether in the library, um, Giles is going to tell. Um, or I think it's outside the bronze, actually, when he tells them uh, when they go in there uh, and, and that about Jesse, you're not looking at your friend, you're looking at the thing that killed him. That's another key thing to keep in mind throughout the show um, when it comes to vampires is that they are no longer who they were before. That is not that is uh, unlike in some other media where they are they uh, can kind of choose whether to be a good or bad vampire. That's not really a thing in this uh, in this universe. So, except for maybe Angel, yeah, possibly. and that and there is there are layers to that possibly <laughs> uh, that will be explored in the future. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, well, they get away from Jesse and all of the other vampires by, by like going up through a manhole. Um. And you know, of course, the one of the vampires grabs onto Buffy's legs, but. Xander tugs her up enough that the hand gets in the sun and his skin starts to sizzle. So it's definitely um, another difference in vampire uh, 
that you know the vampires that I'm familiar with, aka Twilight. Um, really they don't get better people. vampires, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> These are like classic vampire tropes. I don't, I don't like monsters. So I mean, Twilight was appealing because they were like kind of the good, you know. I thought you were gonna say because they didn't immediately burst into flame. You so you thought just they, you thought uh, the whole like sun hurting them thing was new to you too, is what you're saying. So that's. I feel it was like a thing, but I, you know, I just with Twilight, you know, they sparkle in the sunshine, so that was kind of cute, but. yeah, that doesn't yeah. the case in this one. It's very different. In Buffy, they can, uh, if they they can like if they can cover up in the sun's rays, they can pr- protect themselves for a bit. But yeah, they just kind of start cooking, more or less. Yeah. Very unpleasant. Um, yeah. But so, anyways, uh, then they cut back to the lair, and uh, there's like a ritual going on so that the master can send Luke, who is the vampire who had Buffy pinned down in the coffin. Um, to go feed on his behalf, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, and then that's when Buffy and Xander go back to the library and they're talking to Giles and Willow. Um, and that's that's where they they're talking about. How they real they all realize that some sort of like event is about to happen. Um, and yeah, they all the Willow that Jesse is a vampire that they were not able to save him. Yeah, and here uh, Xander gives a uh, a key line um, that might it probably seems pretty innocuous the first time you watch the show, but watching it back, uh, I think it actually is a pretty character defining line for some of his actions in later episodes of the show. It's, it's, and it's pretty straightforward. It's, I don't like vampires. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a stand and say they are not good. This is a very innocuous, like <laughs> obvious statement. But will come into play in later in, in later episodes when you, when his actions, uh, some of the, some of the choices he makes, uh, as opposed to other characters, um, and some of the stances he takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So just keep that one in mind. Okay. Bad guys are bad. Yeah, so it's very he has a it's a very black and white view, and for the most part, you know he's right. So I'll say that, but yeah. So, um, well, so then, yeah, so then they, I guess they realize that there's some sort of thing that's going to happen, and I don't know, I don't, I guess I missed it, maybe. Like I don't know how they deduce that it's going to happen at the bronze, um, but <laughs> they, um, Buffy has to sneak out of her room because her mom is like detecting that. Buffy's acting up in school because she got a call from the principal. Um, and so she sneaks out of her house and they go to uh, the bronze where Cordelia and um, a bunch of other high schoolers, I guess, are. And that's where like Cordelia's there and Jesse's there. And Jesse's now wearing like a black shirt. So he's cool. Yeah, he's cool, Jesse, now. So and he's <laughs> for an answer, which was like, ooh. Um, and so but I guess that boost of confidence, um, Cordelia was like, okay, we can dance one dance. Um, but, anyways, it's just a big trap for all of these high schoolers. And. <laughs> That's where Luke shows up and they're like, actually, we're going to kill you all. Thank you for sacrificing yourself. Um, yeah. But then Buffy's there. And so she she and the others of the, the um, who is it? Uh, Willow and. Uh, Xander and Giles, and, I believe. Right? Yeah. Yes, they're there. Um, and yeah. And then they all start kicking ass. 
and evacuating, which was nice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, so, and then uh, they, they get everyone free. Cordelia was about to be killed, but Buffy saves her. Um, And then Xander tries to, oh yeah, Xander had tried to like reason with Jesse but as we know, that's not possible with these vampires. So, um, so yeah, they they all head out after a fight. I, I don't know how I feel about the way the Jesse goes down. <laughs> okay, let's, let's, talk, let's talk it out, Michael. What are you? What are your feelings? Xander's on it? got this the wooden stake pointed at him. He's like, "Oh, you don't have the guts." It's just some girl trying <laughs> to escape just bumps into the back of him and pushes him <laughs> into it, and that's how he dies. Like. Like have Xander that. have a cool moment. I loved I it. Love, I love that. Yeah. For him. I feel like also Xander, he's not ready to be a slayer yet. He's just a guy. Yeah, yeah. likes a girl. Also, also, you got to remember, it's his, it's his, like his best friend that he has to kill. Right. Uh, yeah. Even though, even, even though, even though it's not, it's to him. Like it's hard, you know, to get past the fact that it's like it, he looks just like him. You know, so it's like, uh, yeah. and he still. He, so that's a that's a that's also a big a big moment, obviously. Yeah, he, I, I think we talked about it before we started recording, but all these kids. The, these normie kids they they take this very well this vampire stuff and oh, uh, yeah. xander gives us really the only natural reactions after jesse's taken he's in the library and he's like flipping shit over because he's he's upset his best friend's gone so yeah i can see that yeah we'll we'll touch on death at the school here in a little just just a second once uh, jesse cl- uh closes out our uh our summary um Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. that's what, yeah. Now I remember. So what they they ended up she Buffy ends up beating Luke or winning against him because I thought it was really funny. She had like this metal hole or something, and he's like, "You can't use that against me. That won't work." Um, and then so at, this is occurring at night, right? Because they're all at the club. Yes. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh well." you forgot about sunshine and she threw the thing, the pole at a window and this light starts pouring in and he immediately starts like screaming. Um, but it's just a lamp light. So that was like, Oh wow. So they're, I don't know. There's, so that was funny. Um, and it was a, then, it's a really good bit. Th- this yeah, is probably and, my line of the episode. She's like, you forgot about sunrise, and then comes up and stabs him when he's distracted. She's like, it's in about nine hours, moron. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah that, was, that was so funny, and then she just kills him. So that was great. And then, of course, it cuts to the master, who's like in pain, I think, or just upset uh, that he can tell that Luke has just been staked. Um, and yeah, and so then all the other vampires run away. Angel comes out to just watch, I guess. <laughs> and just, it seems like things are good. And he's like, "Oh, sh- holy shit, she did it!" Basically, um, which again, it, like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, it's a little, it's a little out of character when you have more context for his character. But early on, it, you know, obviously, it's not going to stick out. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> anyway. Keep going. Sorry, sorry. And then. And then the next day, um, they they're back in school like yeah. as if nothing happened. And I just this part was confusing to me. They uh, Cordelia was talking about how they're like it was like gang activity or something. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I, so like the whole conceit uh, is that like because people like 
when they can't explain like something or tragedy, they'll just either try and uh, rationalize it in their head or just completely forget about it. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. and that's how the stuff at Buffy at this school will kind of kind of go from here. Uh, at least Percy Jackson has the decency to say there's like some kind of magic behind it. I think it's funnier <laughs> this way, but yeah, I get yeah, you're right. Like, nope, that didn't happen. You're making that up. Yeah, I I just love the idea that it's just like yeah, you know, it's just it's, all right. It's Tuesday now, <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, so good good work, Jesse. Uh, Thank you. Well done. <laughs> yes. Well done. Yes, uh, excellent, excellent summaries all around. Uh, so, oh, I guess we'll touch on the the school thing since we're already here at school. Uh, the death at school, yeah, so it kind of just like a person literally gets murdered in the very first scene in the school. <laughs> the body is left in the school. They're found by a student, uh, and there's a murder investigation. And then like school just keeps going. The school just keeps happening. Uh, and that's oh, kind of remember yesterday when we found that body in that locker. That was yeah. weird. Yeah, man, what what a what a Wednesday. Um, and then they, but that kind of just becomes part of uh, Sunnydale High. And eventually, Sunnydale as a whole is that it's just like oh, it's just kind of like a thing that happens here. <laughs> it's what uh, weird. Uh, so, yeah, they I I love the commitment to that bit throughout the show um, and the way they play with it here in uh, in different ways. And uh, yeah, I just think uh, just going into the show knowing that it's a it's a it's a comedy. Um, it's for, almost first and foremost uh, is uh, is key to enjoying that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, Vanessa, who was? Yeah, did you have any any uh, favorite characters initially in the uh, in these first few episodes? Uh, I really like Willow. I like that uh-huh. she kind of like I don't know. I feel like she developed a lot in two episodes, and that's kind of difficult, especially when she like convinced uh, them to like delete their own code. That made me smile. <laughs> yeah, I I'm a I'm a big Willow fan. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought she was. She was great, and I also I don't know I like how mean Buffy is to Giles. I think it's just very funny. <laughs> she's uh, so yeah. mean to him. <laughs> yeah, that, so... go ahead. Uh, so she's got that good line. She's like, "Why don't you go out and take care of this?" He's like, oh, "I'm a watcher. The Slayer slays and a watcher." And she just cuts him off. Watches. I'm like, yeah. oh god, <laughs> yeah. this this is Joss yeah. Whedon, all right. She's yeah. real, real, a real teenager to Giles. <laughs> yeah, she's very quippy all the time. Uh, I was prepared going into that into this episode to uh, talk about how um, much better Sarah Michelle Gellar gets in the role as the season goes on. Seasons go on, but I think I was doing her a disservice in my mind for how how good she is at Buffy right, right off the bat. I think uh, mm-hmm. she... Uh, I, I do think it's more apparent on a rewatch even uh, just how much of Buffy is already in there for her character. Uh, she's uh, she's great. She's a really, really strong lead right out of the bat. Uh, did you have any least favorite characters of Vanessa? Um, I mean, all the vampires are pretty sucky. I don't, yeah. I don't really, I mean, uh, all, is that a problem? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a whole big sucking thing. It's uh, yeah, right, oh, they're all pretty sucky. It's, huh? yeah, it's a regular suck fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess like Cordelia is like, but she's fun because she's like a mean girl and she's gonna get like. Uh, I love Cordelia. Kill yeah, Cordelia. she's like, yeah. like this reminds me. She reminds me a lot of like I watched. I used to watch Sabrina the Teenage Witch all the time. She reminds. She's very a very Olivia character, oh, which is just yeah. like mean. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm assuming she's gonna get like bagged on, you know, ragged on a lot during the season because she's like really like right for being like probably harassed by vampires constantly because she's so mean. Yeah. 
Cordelia is a fascinating character, and I can't wait for you guys to see wh- the, where where she goes, where where her her character arc goes. Um, she's the best looking twenty seven year old student out of high yeah. school. <laughs> she is. Uh, yeah, they are all in. In case it wasn't clear, they aren't all actually high school age in this show. When <laughs> the the actors, um, I know that through the magic of cinema, it's hard to tell, but uh, it's uh, they are not. Yep. Would we determine uh, that Sarah Michelle Gellar was the youngest at twenty? She is the youngest of the main of the core six in this in these early seasons. Uh, twenty. Uh, uh, Jesse, I know you liked Willow. Did you have any least favorite characters? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I was kind of annoyed by Xander. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Initially, well, he like you know rolls in on his skateboard, which I was like, this is so. 90s um and so obnoxious um but also just like the fact that he doesn't listen um i love rule followers and he was not a rule follower he did not listen to buffy when he's like i'm just gonna put myself in mortal danger against and like something i don't even know or understand um so he kind of annoyed me in that way but um but no i i've like I said before, I really liked Willow too because I feel like it could relate to her a little bit. Um, and Buffy, I thought was awesome because she just, like you said earlier, John, I just like that she could. She just like showed up and was like super confident. She just she didn't really have to develop that confidence, which I do like sometimes. But in this case, I just thought it was really cool. Yeah. Um... Uh, that's it's actually a good point for me to bring up something about Buffy that I, I find interesting uh, in these early episodes, uh, watching it back, is that I think a key aspect to her character is that she, uh, and you'll find out more about, uh, a little bit more about who she was prior to being a Slayer, uh, being the Slayer, the Slayer, sorry, I think that's, that's a big thing, the Slayer, um, is that uh, she was... Uh, a bit of a she's a bit of a mean girl uh in in, in high school uh and she was a very uh, you know confident high school student confident in the world of high school but as she becomes a slayer and she becomes confident in the world of slaying she loses she starts to lose her confidence in the world and everything else because it's uh she has to you know she splits her time and things that she was like there's a small scene where and she's getting ready to go to the bronze for the first time and she's like i used to be so good at this you know picking out an outfit to wear <laughs> between uh when they're and there's some uh, maybe poor choice of dialogue in, in some of, in that scene that probably wouldn't get used uh, today. But uh, anyway, she uh, yeah, so she's lose she's she is losing um, confidence in herself as a teenager, basically as a as a typical as a, your typical teenager, and that's kind of something they are gonna uh, play with and get further and delve in delve into as the show goes on. So I really want keep that keep just keep that in mind as a as a she as she develops as the slayer um and oh michael i know we talked we had your characters before the summary so if you if you wanted any any other like characters you liked or disliked if you wanted to to mention that feel free to get feel free um no uh, i i really like how xander just like trips over his words when he's talking to buffy for the first time he's kind of awestruck by her because she's cutie and he's just cannot say words that make sense i related to that yeah, he, uh, <laughs> which I think is also played by the fact that he in real life had that stutter. And right. So uh, it probably wasn't too hard for him to <laughs> to portray that, I would say. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what do you think? What, do you, you love the bronze as much as I love the bronze? Because <laughs> uh, I love the oh, bronze. Yes. 
as a con- as a, as a whole concept. I love everything about this show that's doing like dealing with like clothes and music. Oh yes, <laughs> and I love fashion. love love that there's this mixed nightclub of like children and adults. <laughs> yes, uh, the band playing was Sprung Monkey. By the way, in case you were curious, uh, I've wondered well, if it was supposed to be someone that I was supposed to know. There, there will be several <laughs> um, actual bands that will come into the bronze and perform uh, throughout the show. So I'll I'll make sure to try and f- make sure I get the names for all of them as we go. But Sprung Monkey was this was uh, the first episode. And there was no live band in the second episode, as uh, Cordelia mentions uh, before before the vampires attack. Uh, yeah, I love the music. I love the opening. I, you know, fun fact about me in this show. Uh, I'm sure no one else is going to do this, but I have never once skipped the opening of this show. I'm watching it. <laughs> I. I it it is part of it is the part of the ritual for me watching this show because I just love <laughs> I love the che- I love everything about it. It is so nineties. The headshots of each character like turning turning to the camera and like their name pops up. Oh, oh the actor's uh, or character's name pops up over it. Um, there is the the indie rock going on in the background. The opening how Wolf Howl with the the history of like what a slayer is uh which is re- like a big like nod to like classic horror and then it bleeds into this like 90s horror with the uh with the music um and the the montage of things that will happen throughout this season uh, and eventually it'll highlight things that uh from previous seasons as well as things that happen in the in the, in the current season when we get to the future credit sequences um so it, it, yeah, that's uh, I, I I love it. I'm sure nobody else is gonna do that. Even though I'm also watching this, I bought the um uh, cl- the DV- the box set for for Buffy, uh, and I'm watching on DVD nice. th- this time around with uh, some with some extras. So just uh, just to make it a little more a little more fun for myself. I was wondering how it would be rewatching it so soon afterwards, and I immediately loved watching it again. <laughs> it was uh, I I was like, man, I could go for some more Buffy already. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that was uh. I don't know if anyone else even watched the credit sequence, but I love the credit sequence. <laughs> it's, uh, and I'm not going to be offended if you don't. It's totally fine. <laughs> it's, uh, 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 Jesse, what do you think of the fashion? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> uh, I mean, up in the 90s, early 2000s, I thought it was great. I loved Buffy's like first day of school outfit with like the mini skirt and all that. I wish I, I could have been that confident to just show up to school like that. Um, that's one of the uh, that's when they like Buffy action figures and dolls. That's one of the outfits that she'll get. Is that one? Is one of? It's like her first first day outfit. It's a pretty iconic one. Yeah, I really liked it. I love the, you know, the, some of the characters like makeup with like the blue eyeshadow. Um <laughs> that was like a thing back then and then just the hairstyles were were great. I I I thought it was fun. <laughs> it's it's fun also because this the, the style is going to evolve as the show goes on because the yeah. uh, the years are going to go by and their hairstyles are going to change. Um uh and it's like <laughs> it's it's fun it's again it's a very fun time capsule. Uh, we haven't even gotten yeah. most of the, most of the leather. That's that's the uh, later seasons, but uh, uh, Vanessa, I know you were talking about the fashion before. Do you have any other fashion thoughts you wanted to bring up? Um, my favorite fashion are is the transparent shirts over the either man <laughs> like both men and women. And so Cordelia yeah. starts like at school. She's wearing like basically a spaghetti strap with like a transport parent black shirt. It's like all right, and then um, <laughs> also the same day Xander's also wearing a transparent white shirt. It's like well that's a look. Love that. <laughs> Yeah, he also has a uh, a button up that is 
it's covered in like green mushrooms for some reason. It's <laughs> like, uh, which I, I loved how stupid that shirt looks. Also, everything's everything's big because all the clothes were uh, for guys, especially for guys. All the clothes were big, mm-hmm. um, which is coming back now. Unfortunately, <laughs> it's uh, uh, for guys. Uh, I don't. I think guys' fashion at this point in time was a was a was a travesty. But <laughs> uh, women's fashion's fun. Um, it's that's always how it's going to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael, do you have any opinion on the fashion or indoor uh, music of Buffy? Cordelia had some nice dresses. They look pretty nice. Uh, both her and Buffy's outfits on the first day were low cut beyond what high schools would allow. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. yeah in these days, saying age probably would not would not fly. Some of some of the stuff would not fly. Uh, which is, which is which is which is a shame. You know, let, let students express themselves. Yeah, so. there was definitely some some '90s ass music that was playing throughout the series, the yeah. episodes. I'll say I don't love every band that comes to the Bronze. I'll say that right off the bat. I don't. It's like, man, this is a terrible <laughs> song. I will say I'll think several times. Why about do we this keep show. coming back here? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the Bronze is so fucking funny. It's, it's such a. It makes no sense. Uh, okay. Uh, last kind of topic I had before we move into like some of our uh, favorites from the favorite. Uh, quotes and stuff in the episode. Uh, the master, our first. So the the Buffy each season will have a big bad. So that is the official term for them are the big bads. And our first one is the master. What uh, we don't honestly we don't get that much of the master in these episodes. Um, uh, do you guys have any takes on him off the, initially off the bat? Uh, any feelings about the master as a villain so far? He's- you mean Voldemort? You mean Lord Well, we don't say his name, obviously. That's what <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, he just um, he seems like quite a bad guy. <laughs> quite a bad guy. I, I guess I didn't understand why he's trapped. I guess, I mean, I know he, he was trying to do something, right? He was, he was trying to yeah. open something and then he got trapped and now I guess he used up too much of his power or something and got weak and so that's why he has to send people out to to feed for him. Yeah. Um, or bring him people. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he tried to open the hell mount. He tried to open a portal to hell basically and uh they were uh, and it turns out it's hard to turn turns out it's hard to do and if you mess it up, you know, it can go bad. So uh yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I'll do this. I'll do. So we. I'll go and do our body count real quick for this episode. Um, we've got seven monsters, all vampires in this episode. Uh, that will not always be the case. Uh, it is very vamp. I'll say it's very vampire forward the first couple seasons uh, in terms of like the main enemies. But uh, even we're gonna get to monster monster of the week here very very soon. Don't you worry. Um, students, we have three dead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Michael. I was just gonna say, I think the next episode title said something about a witch. Yeah, the next episode is is the witch. It's the name of the episode. So yeah, there we go. Um, So we have three dead students uh, and one innocent bystander, which is the the poor bouncer that gets dragged in and killed in the in the bronze. Uh, The students. So I'll ask you guys your opinion on this. I could change the numbers. Uh, Students. And monsters, I have one. I have one dead Jesse vampire and one dead Jesse as a student. Do you think those should be the same number? You think that should be the same number? Um, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I like him split. He's he was that both at death four times. Right, exactly. And we we already established that they are not the same person. 
Yes. Yes, they are not. All right. Uh, now it's a little kind of leave the floor open. Uh, fa- uh, any favorite quotes or moments that we haven't talked about? Um, Jesse, I'll, I'll let you go first if you have anything uh, we, ha- we, haven't touched, we haven't touched on that you'd love to touch on. Yes. Um, one of my favorite moments is at the very beginning of episode one um, when they're talking about the new girl at school and one random girl's like, what kind of name is Buffy? And then it cuts to like the locker room and they're like, hey, Aphrodisia. And I'm like, does everyone have just like very weird, like random names? Like, I think the most normal name has been Jesse and Xander. At yeah. This point. Yeah. We've got, I mean, we have Willow and Cordelia and uh, yeah. yeah, Angel. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I I do think that's funny. Uh, the the cuts in Buffy are very good. There's like a there's the cut when uh, they're in the. I don't know if anyone of uh, you guys want to mention the computer lab scene on on your list, but uh, I'll I'll, le- I'll let you guys if you if you were if you were not. There is a scene where uh, Cordelia and Harmony are in, in computer programming class, <laughs> um, and. Uh, Cordelia is having is having a rough time making a program. She finally makes it, and she was just, she was being to Willow just a second prior. And Willow tell and she guess, uh, how do all right? How do I save this? And then uh, Willow goes, oh, uh, deliver, deliver, yeah, which is the which, and she's like, deliver. Where's that at? And she and she sees the DEL button on the keyboard <laughs> and presses the DEL button, which is the delete button. If so you weren't, if it, and deletes her entire program. And the f- face Cordelia makes before the cut is so good. It's just like when she finally, when she it takes her second, and then she realizes what she did. Uh, eyes wide, and then cut. I love the cut there so much. That's uh, not yeah. delete works. Yeah, uh, you remind me. There's a, I can't remember where it is or the specifics. There's a wipe transition that I thought was super good, where it looks like uh, part of the the set is what's actually wiping from one screen to the next. Yeah, it was going to the library, and I also forget what this. I think what the scene prior yeah. to that was. I think it might have been the locker room when they find the body. But uh, yeah, it was, it, it, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. It's a really good, a really good, mm. a really good scene. Uh, any others, Jesse? You want to touch on or that? Was that, was that the main one you wanted to get to? Um, that one, and then the the um, the one we already talked about with the when she killed Luke with the yeah. sunlight. It's it's a, it's a great it's a great kill. Uh, Michael, you have any uh, we haven't touched on? Uh, I, I'm just gonna run through my notes real quick. Okay. Uh, a lot of it's just the stupid quotes they say, the stupid things they say. Like Xander greets Jesse with "What's what." <laughs> what's what which is real dumb they refer to sunnydale as the magical who's it uh yep. cordelia's rapid firing all these things getting buffy's opinion on them and she one of them is james spader and buffy says that he needs to call her so apparently james spader was a hot commodity back in the 90s and my only Experience with them is as Ultron and the Avengers, and then as Robert California and uh-huh. The Office. Yep, so the office. I only think of him funny, as dude. the guy on the blacklist. <laughs> Whenever I think oh, of him yeah. immediately, that's the first thing in I no think way, of. But in no, in no way, he's a hottie, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just an odd guy. <laughs> see, uh, something Buffy says gives gives her the Wiggins. Yep, gives me the Wiggins. She asked, she asked Giles, "What's the sitch?" And I'm wondering if they took some. Kim's possible inspiration from the show because she's also the cheerleader badass girl. Uh, yeah, that's the 
Slayer slays Watcher watches we touch on. Oh, uh, Angel is Skull's voice actor in the Kingdom Hearts series. Oh, I did not know that. Um, Buffy refers to something as a job of work, which I had never heard before. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, I, that line's weird. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Um... I noted that the vessel symbol that he puts on uh, what is the vampire's name? Luke? Is the Mercedes logo. I love that his name is Luke. It's (laughs) it's very funny. All the boys get normal names and all the girls are yeah, but it looks identical to the Mercedes logo. I like pulled up the logo and showed it to my wife and she started cracking up. And uh, they do some clever ways to, to hide blood like when Buffy stabs the pool, the zombie with a uh, zombie. Wow. The vampire with the yeah, pool you know, they're pretty close. <laughs> and uh, he's just off screen, but you can see the pool cue sticking up and then it slowly tilts up as he falls backwards. I thought that yeah. was pretty clever. And the last note I have is I was expecting the bronze harvest. The, 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 the harvest at the bronze to be like the opening scene from Blade where he goes in and he kills all those vampires. Which is a great. Those are my notes. Other than the ones already covered. Excellent, Vanessa. Do you have any anything you want to touch on? A few things. Um, again, I'm going to just reiterate. She is so me to Giles. I think it's so funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he just wants to um, help. He does want to help, and she's so mean to him. Um, so I look forward to seeing how that that goes. Um, there's a good scene where she like rips a bar off a, a leg, leg off a bar stool and like tears it in half and then stakes somebody, and it's like, well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, um, I do love. She, I love when she just finds something bright to turn to a stake wherever she can. Something that's wood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, my favorite quote was, "Seize the moment. Tomorrow you might be dead." <laughs> yes, uh, when she's, when she's trying to give Willow a pep talk. <laughs> yeah, uh, mm-hmm, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, it's true, but also ooh, weird, weird vibes. Um, yeah. I also love the way the vampires just like, like turn into dust when they're staked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, they, they, they like. Roar, scream, in pain, and then dust. They get dusted. Dust. Yeah, it's so good. I love that. Um, and then also, like, just again, all the things in the 90s. Like, someone pulls out a cell phone. I think it's Cordelia pulls out a giant cell phone at one point. All those things <laughs> just make me so happy. I love it so much. Yeah, it's... Uh, I, I do... It really is, again, it's such a time capsule. It's wonderful. Um, so good. Let's see if I have any of my own. Oh, could you guys guess which character is the Joss Whedon stand-in? Oh. What do you mean by that? I forgot. I forgot uh, we're which, supposed which, to be doing that. Yeah, but which character he um he sees himself like? Which character is basically himself? Is it is it Xander? It is Xander. I was okay. gonna say it's Angel because well, he thinks he's a buff hottie. No, he sees himself as Xander, or his his character is Xander. He says that, that like take, he takes the most takes, he takes the most inspiration from from himself in as in Xander. Uh, yeah, Xander, I. I don't hate Xander by any means. I like Xander. Um, it took me. He he's my least favorite character yeah, for a, for the major, a lot of the show. I'd say um, again. I don't not in a not in a hate way. Just in a god damn it, Xander uh, way. <laughs> yeah, the, several he's times. He's just a big goober. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, <laughs> I love when. Uh, Buffy meets Willow for the first time, and she goes, "Willow, Willow Rosenberg." He's like, and then um, Willow's first response is, "Why?" And then, oh, I mean, hi. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I love, I love their whole interaction there. It's so good. It is, is immediately so. She's immediately so charming. Um, I also, uh, I, 
missing a note of mine. Uh, that first night at the Brines, Willow and Buffy had just met. Buffy walks up to Willow at the bar at the club, takes her drink, and starts drinking from it. Yes, yes, it's a <laughs> different, different, different world. <laughs> it's a different, di- much different, much different world at that point. Uh, yeah, not not the things that happened weren't different. It's just the way we looked at them were different. Uh, uh, oh, uh, when Xander when she when Buffy drops her stuff and one of them Xander goes, "You forgot your steak." I just love that he doesn't like try and like, oh, well, what is this thing? He just, he just knows what it is. I love that. It's straightforward. You forgot your steak. Uh, um, uh, why she carries a steak? Pepper spray is just so passe. Um, uh, <laughs> And then, or Jesse, or walking uh, when Cordelia walks up to them in the quad, and Jesse's like, "Hey, Cordelia," and she goes, "Oh, please." And then she keep, just keeps talking. Uh, yeah, you know uh, which, we mentioned that before. The, we mentioned this quickly before, but when she talked to, when she talked about how they become vampires through sucking blood and then sucking their blood, she's like, "It's a whole big sucking thing." Is one of my is a uh, <laughs> it's a good it's a good quote. Uh, let's see uh, <laughs> uh, when. Uh, Buffy, I forget what she does, but Cordelia asks, "What is your childhood?" Oh, and she like attacks her in the oh, in yeah. the alley. She goes, "What is your childhood trauma?" It's just a mm-hmm. fucked up thing to say to someone. Uh, uh, that one's good. Uh, I love when the vampire takes Willow on a shortcut to the ice cream place through a through a graveyard, <laughs> um, which uh, gets used to the graveyard as well. Um, let's see. I need to sit down. You are sitting down. Oh, good for me. <laughs> That's a good line. <laughs> yeah, I love that yeah, one. Yeah. Rivers of blood, hell on earth, quite charming. Um, and then for several months before, there were a rash of murders. Great. Uh, and then, yeah, that's the uh, Giles and uh, Willow always have really great interactions. Uh, everything is life or death when you're a 16 year old girl. Uh, <laughs> which is a good, just a good line. Just like it's. Uh, and so it's a good, just a good ir- ironic line. It covers so much of the show in like one one sentence. Because uh, again, because high school is hell is also a big uh, was a big concept for the show. Is like when they were making it is the idea that high school is hell. Um, so I have the most expensive thing, not because it's expensive, but but because it costs more. Um, <laughs> and then the other girl, uh-huh. other girl makes a sound. She goes, "Hello, Motormouth, can I get a sentence finished?" Oh uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like yeah. droning on. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, those are uh, those are just a bunch, uh, many, many, many quotes that I've loved from love in these first two episodes. Two episodes, right? Yeah. All right. Second, we got a second. Uh, Jesse, would you like to? We got some fun facts here. Would you like to read episode one fun facts for us? Sorry, I am here. Um, I was having trouble getting to my unmute button no worries <laughs> yes uh do you want me to just read the first one or all three uh go go ahead and read all, go ahead and read all three okay so for episode one fun facts uh the scene where jesse asks cordelia to dance is taken directly from whedon's school days unlike jesse after the girl's reaction he said nothing and left um Whedon originally, oh, and that's so this is the second fun fact. Whedon originally wanted to include actor Eric Balfour, aka Jesse, in the title credits to shake people up and really confuse them. If I had someone who appeared to be a regular get killed right in the first episode, 
um, but it seemed too time consuming and expensive to do two credit sequences. Um, and then uh, the master was originally supposed to rise from a pool of blood and be covered with the blood for the entire episode. This was abandoned after being discovered to be too difficult to create. That would have been cool. Uh huh. Yeah. I absolutely. like the blood part. Yeah. Blood. Uh, like Jesse would have just been confusing more than anything. <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't have been very funny. But what is, um, so the first scene, he said, so unlike Jesse, after the girl's reaction, he said nothing and left. Yeah. So, uh, Je yeah. Jesse uh, immediately starts like looking for someone else to go find. Like, that's when he goes, uh, he, he says, I'm on the prowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He says something yeah. like that. Something, something gross. <laughs> so, um, Vanessa, would you like to read this episode two's fun facts? Absolutely. Joss, Joss Whedon noted that he felt horrible for giving Eric Balfour so many lines with S in them, which he had to recite while in vamp face. He had such a difficult time getting the lines out around the prosthetics that new ones were designed for vampire characters required to speak frequently. The older style ones were given to vampire lackeys with few or no lines in future episodes. That's so kind of him. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't actually notice any problems with the S's. Yeah, it didn't really stick out to me either. Yeah. Additionally, Whedon commented on Buffy flipping onto the bronze stage, noting that she never did that again as she could have just walked or ran. <laughs> what a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Need more flipping. It's, why, uh, you know, why walk or run when you could flip? If I could do a flip, yeah. I would be flipping all over the place. <laughs> exactly. And Buffy does flip through a, a lot of times in, in these two episodes. Yeah, a, lot of, uh, a lot of jumping. Uh, all right, guys. We are here at our final segment of the episode. It is up to you to decide who slayed this episode. Who was our who was our, I'm sorry, who slayed these episodes? This two-parter. Who is our superstar for these uh this opening two-parter? I'll let you guys decide. I mean, Buffy. for me it's, it's Buffy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think it's very easy in these first episodes. It's Buffy, right? She's the she gets the most screen time. Obviously, she's the main character, but the other characters haven't had as much time as much time to yeah. uh, to it's establish themselves. Supporting character support for sure, but yeah, she got to do the most fun stuff. Jesse, do you have any different thoughts, or are you going to say Buffy as well? No, I was going to say Buffy. Um, originally, for episode two, I was because I was like, should I change it up and throw something out there that's random? I was going to say Jesse just because <laughs> I thought because well, now it's different because it wasn't technically Jesse; it was some other, you know, it was like vampire uh -huh. person. Um, but if it was Jesse, I was going to say him just because I I thought it was funny that he was like now like a cool person very confident and just like i don't take no oh. for an answer and then i was like no yeah now after the explanations about how these vampires work then yeah it's buffy so do we get any sense of how long buffy's been the slayer how long uh, she's been doing this um in these episodes uh no it's uh uh, I want to say it's been like a year. Okay. Yeah. Because like they, wow. they use Jesse as bait and they leave him chained up in the middle of the sewer, like we said, and 
Buffy just comes up to him, breaks the chains, like, oh, yeah, this is there's nothing suspicious here. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's good. Uh, all right. Yeah, I think I think it's important that Buffy was the one who slayed this episode. You know, these episodes, you know, guys, I feel like you ha- the main character has to has to crush it, you know, for the show to be successful. Right. So and she is the literally her name is in the show. So it's uh, if she's not a good character, I don't think the show would ever have worked. Um, no matter how much I like Willow, you know, I and I, I think I think I I don't think Buffy's gonna win every episode, but uh, I, I think she I, th- I know I think she won a lot of episodes. But I, Willow I gets her own uh, stuff later on. She does. They they uh, they all do. They're they're they they all get. Uh, even Xander gets his time to shine here and there. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of that's those are the first two episodes. Uh, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about the series so far? Are you excited to watch more? So excited! Yeah, I definitely yeah. looking forward to more. Is uh, did, did it meet exceed expectations uh, when going in, or is it uh, where you, or are you about about where you're at coming in? Like it less, like uh, it more? I expected it to be more '90s cheese, and uh, I was kind of surprised that. It was uh, as fun as it was. But I guess if it ran for seven seasons, that'd be some kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it uh, I mean, it basically made a whole network, more or less. This and um, the Charmed. Uh, no, maybe not Charmed. I know there's another show running simultaneously that also was a big part of them, them growing. So uh, to where they were kind of are ish now. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Homework for the next episode, episode three. And are we doing one episode next time, guys? What do you guys want? Do you want to keep with this, this two this two episode thing? We'll have we'll have the history like we did this this last time. I'll I'll do. You, or do you guys want to do one episode next one? Uh, what are we at for the the time so far? This we have been doing this for um about an hour, a little over yeah. an hour. Well, yeah, probably two then. Uh, hour and a half. I think, I think I think hour and a half. actually hour and a half. I'll say that. Okay. Probably just one. Then I I feel like an hour and a half is a long episode to talk about Buffy. <laughs> we had a, a lot of yeah. history. Yeah. Up there. Yep. So for the next episode, we'll be watching episode three, The Witch. Uh, very excited for this one. This was I remember really enjoying this episode. So uh, yeah, uh, if you like what you hear here. If you like what you've heard here, it's probably a better way to say that uh, than saying here, here. We have uh, we have another show, Michael and I do, Capes and Junk, where we talk about superheroes, comics, and everything in between. We are we're, we are new to reading comics, so it's a it's a journey you're taking with us as opposed, yeah, uh, and it's really it's really fun. We just did a X Men tier list, which came out recently, uh, as well as a bonus episode where we reviewed Spider Man Two. Uh, both very long, so uh, Spider-Man Two: The Game, not the movie. Yeah, Spider-Man Two: The Game, uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's been really fun to do. And we have a bunch of stuff that'll uh, actually. I should say that uh, by the time you're reading, if I'm listening to this, that will be out for a while, and we'll have a bunch of de- <laughs> oh, much, yeah. a bunch of December stuff out because this, this is de- this is debuting uh, in the new year. So, uh, yeah. Anything else you guys uh, do you guys have anything else you'd like to you'd like to pitch while we're here? Oh. Uh, All right. Uh, 
Twitter. Join the Discord. Yep. Join Discord. Follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Any of your preferred social media sites, we're there. Also on Threads. Um, so, yeah. Yep. Uh, and. Yep, we are game. The uh, main site is Games and Junk. Please visit, visit the site for our other stuff, including reviews of video game movies, video games, <laughs> and uh, everything in between. Uh, yeah, until next time, guys. Later. Stay slaying. Like that. Stay slaying.